Hello and welcome to the Super Rugby Review Show, where we're going to have a chat about all of the Super Rugby Aotearoa and Super Rugby AU action. It was the final round of Super Rugby AU's regular season before they hit the preliminary final next weekend, followed by the final. For us over here in New Zealand, we had the Super Rugby Aotearoa penultimate round, um, but uh, it definitely uh, well, it did a lot to tell us who was going to be making the final over here. Joining me uh, to talk about all of this kind of stuff um, is Arshwin, who is uh, still quickly looking at highlights to try and catch up on some of the games. How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm not doing too badly, but yes, yeah, as our other guest and myself were commenting about is uh, how unprofessional the uh, host is because he's in a turn, he can't find his hat and he's not organised. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Game on. <laughs> well, no, I think the hat's in the car. I've just realised. <laughs> so, because I was at, uh, at, uh, at the Chiefs Women's uh, media event today. So the uh, interviews from that I'll be putting up later on um, our Facebook page over New Zealand Sports Radio. So do go check that out. Um, and uh, Stephen Harris, you've been putting a few videos up onto the old uh, New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page as well, haven't you? Yes, I have. Um, had a great day out at uh, the uh, Watermata Rugby Club uh, yesterday, although as a Watermata old boys, the, uh, the final final score of 43-10 was a, a little bit hard to take. But uh, hey, listen, overall a great day. Yep, no, well, whilst you were out there, I was at, um, I've got to forget what it was now. Um, Rewa. <laughs> Manu Rewa. that's it, that's what I'm looking for. Rewa hard, man, Rewa hard. Absolutely, it was, and uh, we uh, did have some, uh, The I was in the sheds, so I did get to uh, uh, have the, listen to the Rewa winning um, winning song, the, the, the club song, um, and also uh, there caught the uh, ladies singing their winning song as well. So um, a good day for Rewa. Uh, pick it with their prem ladies and prem men um, both winning, and then I'm pretty sure they had a pretty, they had a, a fantastic gala dinner last night, followed by the followed by the old boys playing today. But uh, yes, they didn't give me a free ticket for the gala dinner, Stephen. I think that's, that that was poor poor form on their part. Poor form. <laughs> and look, Jezza said he was going to give me a jersey. Can you see the jersey behind me? No, you can't. He didn't send me. He didn't give me that jersey. So. Uh, We'll have to, we might have to get Jezza back on the Driving Moore show and ask him what, what what's going on, what happened to the jersey. But anyway. They don't, they don't, I don't know if they, they're probably too small, Paul. They don't have your... <laughs> <laughs> You've had two Pauls and a jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe, maybe you have to approach the junior club captain uh, at Manurua. <laughs> <laughs> Under fives. Oh, I did do an interview with their director of rugby. There were 15 junior teams there. Wow. Wow. Um, so, um, and you still couldn't get a jersey. And they, and they still couldn't get a jersey. <laughs> oh, dear. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Um, good evening, everyone who's in the live chat. Great to see you there. Hi, evening, Jordan. Um, and uh, don't forget, yeah, you can type your comments in there and let us know your thoughts on the games as well. So, four games to go through this weekend. Um, we kicked off on Friday evening with the. Um, Chiefs versus the Hurricanes. The Chiefs um, looking for the win here to uh, put them in uh, pole position as far as finals um, rugby um, was concerned. And um, boy, oh boy, uh, they gave it a cracking game, didn't they? Um, didn't help themselves by uh, going um, uh, by going behind um, early on um, as uh, um, Geordie uh, ran the ball back and then the, uh, look, early on, the Hurricanes were finding some good gaps um, in the middle of the Chiefs' defence with their big boys, weren't they? 
Yeah, I think like we commented on after the game there, Steve, it's sort of like really uh, the Hurricanes needed, they took some poor options. They scored that first early try, then they took poor options after that because there was easy three in front of the post. Dane Cole's taking a quick tap and then firing a wide pass five metres out for the line. Now, as we commented um, on Friday night on a well-hosted show, um, that, um, you know, we, that basically we, when you're five metres away from the opposition, you don't want to throw a wide pass because all that does is give the time for the defence to run up and tackle the guy. So, yeah, I think the, the Hurricanes um, really let themselves down where they had some dominance and really didn't take advantage of those opportunities early, early doors. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to agree, Ashwin. As previously stated on that award-winning show on Friday night, um, um, I'd have to agree with you. There was an opportunity. They still needed to keep... You've got to take your three points, your opportunities. I don't know. For some reason, to me, the, the tone of the weekend seems to be about taking your opportunities. Opportunities. And I think if, I think if uh, the Hurricanes will look back, you know, they, they started so hot, yep. and then they made another break. There was another opportunity... And listen, I, I just think there was a there was an opportunity to send it out to send it out to ten nil ten make let the Chiefs second guess themselves a wee bit and get back down to the territory because we all know what it's like when you start getting behind on the scoreboard. You know, well, I wouldn't the, say a, a panic sets in, but a little bit. No, but the, but the thing is that you know they started so hot the Hurricanes they started red hot and so you know if they're taking the three there was really good chances, high percentage chances that because of the role they were on and the momentum that they had, they would have been back up that end of the field pretty quickly. Whereas in the say they they, uh, they didn't go post, which is um, in that one, uh, and then the Chiefs had a real dominant um, period. They they created a whole bunch of clean breaks and they weren't taking their chances either. Um, they, they, they dominated um, that uh, the, the show, uh, sorry, dominate that half <laughs> would have been. Um, would have, um, the, but for those of you listening to the, listening to the podcast, um, they're, they're laughing at the comments in the, in the live chat there. Um, the um, but um, to me, they the the, the, chief, the the Chiefs made lots of breaks, made lots of ground, but just weren't able to get over the line and, and get the scores. That, well, that, that was sort of like you know interesting because once the um, the Hurricanes came off the boil, that's exactly what happened, really. The fact that it just felt like the Chiefs had that game, especially in that first half, but they weren't then they didn't convert their opportunities either. And I think at, at ten all at half time, the, the Chiefs would be the more upset of the two teams. Oh, hugely, hugely. They really did yeah. dominate that first half after the first ten. Uh, I'll tell you what, guys. I think just um, we've we've spoken about Duplessis Carifi and um, what a great competitor he, he is, but. Gee, there were times he gave away some really, really silly penalties, and that theme just seemed to continue uh, you know, through, through throughout the game. And you know, when you yep. give away easy penalties, you give a team like the the Chiefs a little bit of ball and a bit of momentum. You, you know what sort of damage they can cause. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we 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 talked about it. I can't remember whether it was during our chat that we had during the game or whether it was afterwards. But um, it, really, Karifi just a penalty machine, really, and. Oh, he is a fantastic player. Let's let's you know, you know that he can win turnovers. Um, he's really good at the turnover when he does it legally, um, as well. Um, but the reality is, is that he just, um, yeah, just gives away far too many penalties. And, it's, and that was one of the big differences. Is, is that the, the Chiefs every time they were given an opportunity to kick three, they kicked three. They never went to the corner, whereas the Hurricanes kept on going to the corner and they ended up losing by two. You've got to say that, that just 
purely yeah. take it breeze and the canes would have won this and um but uh but no that wasn't going to be the the, the style um it came out in the second half um and um the uh uh the, the chiefs took control of this um it looked like they're taking control of it, should I say, uh, getting the early three points, putting on a try, opening up a 10-point lead. And you were thinking, in a game that only had uh, 20 points in the first half, a 10-point lead was going to be uh, was going to be decisive. Um, yeah. Only for them to come back, which I was a bit surprised at. Paul, did Paul, interesting, yep, interesting, Paul. Uh, Steve. Interesting, interestingly enough, I thought one area where the Chiefs, uh, especially in that second quarter of the, of the, of the first half, where they were getting on top was that scrum time. They were putting the, starting to put the Hurricanes on a lot of under a lot of pressure, um, especially on Xavier Numia's side of the scrum. And then you also had um, Dane Coles, who was hobbling in that first. I think we mentioned about that first 10, 15 minutes or so. So that must have been putting some added pressure on <clears throat> on the on the scrum as well. And um, listen, it, it didn't get any better. Nah, mate. Progressed. Nah, that wasn't an injury to Dane Coles. That's a swagger, man. But I will actually say, guys, isn't it funny when you're, when you're getting into a little, when you're getting the bounce of the ball going your way, what pretty much emphasised it for me was a uh, uh, Samasoni Takiaho line-out, which basically goes straight over the back line. Uh, full, full, fair play to to Bryn Gatlin. He comes through, good anticipation, and then, and, and then basically fly hicks it ahead, and then it bounces straight into his arms, which gives <laughs> him the op, which gives them the 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 opportunity to uh, eventually nail the try. Then nail the try himself finished off. And I, I I thought to myself, man, here's a team that uh, weren't getting all the luck in the first two games, and then they're getting their share of luck um, as as they're on this bounce. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it, I mean he, he he rebounded because I mean Gatlin had a shocking opening five minutes. Yeah, uh, it was his his exit that um, uh, that, that led that that, um, that got wrong. He then kicks the ball out on the full at the restart, and you're thinking, oh dear, there was a knock on in there too. Yeah, uh, and, and yep. he just had a, yeah, he just had a shocking uh, um, opening, and you're thinking, oh boy, uh, but no, he came back and and had had a good game after that, which is good mental fortitude. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, look, I mean, we talk about taking those opportunities and everything, and um, you know, bounce of the ball. You sort of said with the luck with Bryn Gatlin when it's going your way, it's going your way. Um, I, I, I there's a tweet from Steve Hale that um uh, that he put out, and um, the captain's review that the Hurricanes did for the cleanout on uh, Ruben Love, and it's just like, this is you know, but look, lucky Boa's not here, but it's just like how a TMO can get a review wrong is beyond me because that is a clean out of a ruck and, via, and I think it's Tupo Via that um, is doing the clean out does not maintain his feet. You have to maintain your feet when you're doing a clean out. He tackles Ruben. You can see Ruben Love can see the hits coming. He starts back. He actually takes steps backwards because he sees he's going to get cleaned out and then he gets tackled tackle around the feet. The call is wrong by the officials because the officials say, oh, he was making a tackle. It's just like, no, it was a ruck. So therefore he's cleaning out. So therefore he has to maintain his feet. So the captain's challenge was correct and the officials got it wrong. Well, yes and no. No, because... they got it wrong because it's a clean hey, out. Hey, 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 let's stay on. Let's stay on. I want to listen to you. Don't oppress me. <laughs> So right, we'll just mute 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 Arshin, um, because, uh, from, from from that. And um, look, so basically, look, um, 
the captain can only, can only challenge uh, if uh, for 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 um, uh, dangerous sort of foul play. Um, now, was it dangerous or foul? What, 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 was it kind of a dangerous thing? Um, I don't think it was. Now, did he go through his feet? Absolutely sure. So, from that point of view, the call was wrong. But from the from what the captain's allowed to challenge and the, the, them to look at from a captain's challenging point of view, I don't think it was um, it was dangerous or bad. Oh, uh, no, that's so. it's. Oh, okay. If, if, if that's the case, then it's still a dangerous tackle because basically he's he's dived in. He's dived in at the ruck. He loses his feet. He's dived in. That's dangerous play because you look at Ruben Love. If he doesn't take those steps backwards, his legs are getting chopped. Chopped tackles are illegal. So it's illegal on the fact that it's a chopped tackle. It's illegal on the fact that he's doing a clean out where he doesn't maintain his feet. So I'm sorry, I'm still going to maintain my stance. The officials got it wrong on a captain's challenge. And they've got replays and time to review that. They've got, they sh- they're the ones that are supposed to know the law book. And that is a ruck. That's an illegal clean out. And, it's a, and he's diving in. It's a dangerous play. Well, that's why, do- that's why a clean out where you lose, leave your feet is, is, is um, penalized because it's a it's dangerous play. Well, no, it's also it's also, sealing it's, off. it's also sealing off the ball and that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm. um, yep. just having a pile of a pile of bodies lying on the ground isn't conducive to the ball coming out. Let's be honest. Um, the, so um, I know I, I I can't remember the, the incident in, in in the detail you can, uh, but I remember at the time I thought it was a it was a poor captain's challenge that they were going to lose. From no, that, no, I think no, I, yeah. no. I, I must have, I must admit watching it live the first time. I just thought he dived in off, off dived his feet, gone straight off his feet, and that's what I—that's yeah. what I saw from the naked eye straight away. So I kind of wasn't surprised when they went back and, and reviewed it. Like Ashwin, I was a little bit surprised there was wasn't even at least a penalty. A, a penalty, yeah. That could have been a changing point. Yeah. But as as Nocturnal Wright says, you ride your luck. And you absolutely do um, on on these things. And, oh, well, uh, that's where we talk about the bounce, you know, the rubber, the green, getting it. You know, that's a di- at the moment. That is the difference in winning these games at the moment. Yep. Um, the uh, uh, what was going to say um, the I mean, penalties in that second half. Uh, you say that the Hurricanes killed themselves uh, zero four um, after like fifty seven minutes, uh, and that yeah, the penalty penalty count uh, just at key times. Rather than overall, I think overall they had this the same number of penalties. Um, but uh, as we said, the Hurricanes, when they were given opportunities for points, didn't take them. Uh, but the Chiefs did uh, in, in in that one. So um, overall, look, here's a Chiefs team that just um, that's basically getting to the stage where it doesn't know how to lose, right? They they Keep, they've got um, go on. massive, massive. Like no, your point is massive because it's it's about it's it's. You know, a lot of it comes down to knowing how to win, or just you know, getting used to winning, and it just happens. It just starts to happen. So um, I, I think you know, and we'll talk about this a bit later. There's certain things um, where I think the Chiefs are actually one of the stronger teams in the competition in that element of the game, and I'll leave it to later to discuss it. But um, yeah, I think they're um, you know, they get through next week, and it's not, by no means, even though they're coming up a team that's struggling next week. Um, there's no, it's not a guaranteed win. Um, there's still a slight chance that they might not make it to final, but they make it to final. They're going to be very competitive, very competitive. No, no, they, they make it to the final. They, 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 the Blues cannot beat them now. All oh, right, okay. So uh, the the Blues. Is that a points the, differential thing? Nope. Um, it's a uh, the, the so apparently the um, the tiebreaker isn't points differential. It is number of wins. 
uh, and okay. the uh, and the Chiefs okay. have got two, yep. more, two more wins than the Blues. So if the Blues, uh, even if they only have one more win, yeah, if they beat them next week, they only have one more win. Yep, okay. But they still, they still have more wins. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's um, why they can rest a few players next week and put them in cotton wool. Yes, if they want to. <laughs> if they whereas, want to. The, whereas the Crusaders will be will have all their players in cotton wool because they've got to buy. Buy. Um, <laughs> isn't that? A, isn't it? How it's, convenient. It's convenient. That they get yes. That they that for the second year running, um, the, the uh, their buys are, in, uh, are perfectly aligned for for winning the competition. There we go. Oh no, um, it's just coincidence. Just absolutely. As um, as as Simon Hughes says, in other words, the Chiefs did not li- did not listen to just Aston Marshall, and they're doing well. Yes, exactly. Yeah, just Marshall. Oh yes, you don't beat these teams by by kicking threes. Sorry, Justin, you do. Um, <laughs> absolutely, you do. Uh, so the um, so yes, the final has been decided. It will be down in Christchurch, and it will be Crusaders versus Chiefs um, for for that one. So look, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, Four wins now. Um, I think all of their wins have been by something like two, by, by maximum like three points or two points across all of them, um, across all their wins. So uh, the, um, or uh, sorry, no, they, they've they've had one game where they've actually scored more tries than the opposition, um, and that was against the Hurricanes. All their other games, um, they've actually scored equal or less tries, uh, even though they've managed to beat. If no, on was it four or five game winning streak now? Um, a five game winning streak. Uh, even though they're scoring the same or less tries, and you say, Austin, it's it's about knowing how you win, and that is, yeah, that, that's kicking your threes uh, and keeping letting scoreboard pressure and keeping yourself in front. Um, the um, so yes, yeah, so that's it really. Um, the you be for for that one, I mean, um, they <laughs> forget it better. <laughs> um, any other points on that? Just, I guess, any other points I'll say, folks, is that uh, the post-match interviews um, with um, the, uh, the, the 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 captains and coaches I will be putting up on my um, New Zealand for New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page. Uh, I'll put them on straight after this. So yeah, I just, I just want to highlight a couple of guys that I thought played really well, and I, and I wish I'd seen them earlier in the year. And that was Devin Flanders. I thought Flanders was very good. Off the, off, off the back of a scrum, of course, it's it, it's probably easy to think if Hardy was available, Flanders probably wouldn't be in the starting lineup, more or less coming off the bench. And I thought uh, um, Asafa or Moore was good value when he came off the bench. Although I will say with Moore, I just wonder, because he's not a big hooker. We all know he's a very powerful hooker, but I just wonder if you kind of give up something at scrum time when he uh, when he's when he's when he's on the paddock. Um, I think Dan Cole's probably the, the better, the better scrummaging uh, hooker, and uh, yeah, just just a shame for the Hurricanes that it just came down to to one scrum at the end. And the other thing I just want to say is, gee, I, I want to see, um, I want to see the uh, the uh, Hurricanes um, winger with a little bit of ball, Rayasi, because mm. uh, what what he does in limited space is is pretty unbelievable. Anyway, but boy, somebody put this guy into space so we can really see him one-on-one and what he can do. That's why I said, like, going back a couple of weeks, I just couldn't believe when the Hurricanes basically put Savir and Houston on, you know, in the, and Ryasi wasn't even on the bench. It's just like absolute head scratcher. You think after two years of leaving Ryasi on the sidelines that I would have learned, but obviously not. And then, as I said, they sh- he shows up every time because it's not just his, his aerial work, 
it's um you know what he can do with as you say the ball in hand but his work rate's actually really high as well he gets involved yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's real irony that um i mean so ian foster's got three very good fullbacks and we'll get to the third one very very shortly but you got dmac playing out of his skin geordie barrett is playing out of his skin and it's just an absolute weapon especially off, off off the tee from long long distance as well. And I just like his physicality at the moment. God, if he, when he brings the ball back, he brings it back really hard. And it takes two or three guys to stop him, and he always presents the ball really well. But he can also stand the player up as as well, um, which which kind of makes it even more incredible that they're not bringing the likes of a, uh, a Celeste Rayasi into the game. Mm-hmm. Now, are we actually in in a period of uh, and uh, across Super Rugby, um, Altero, Are we in a period where basically outside backs are being uh, underutilized and, and 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 not used this season? Uh, it, it appears. I mean, the Crusaders. Oh, we'll go to the Crusaders and Blues later, but uh, but some, also Hurricanes here. It's like a lot of the teams are finding it difficult to spread the ball uh, and get their wingers involved. To me, I think it's. Um, for some reason, I just I don't, I don't know what it is at the moment, but I think there's uh, I think all the teams are struggling. No, the, the, for line. some reason, but for some reason, and I mean, obviously, the, the team we'll talk about later um, does it the most, is that they just automatically go wide. And we, we you know, when we sit in the West End um, from years ago, we've stopped saying it because we've just given up, is that you've got to earn the right to go wide. And no team actually does it. They just automatically go wide after maybe, if you're lucky, a couple of um, forward rumbles up and then pass it out. And in fact, the worst, you know, luckily for us, Steve, the worst is the ones, you know, where the team that basically goes forward, goes forward, and now the static ball and the forwards can't drive it forward. So then they give it out to the backs, which is the worst time to give it out to the backs, right? And it's just like, so realistically, it's just head-scratching game plans which are doing it because you've got to earn the right to go wide. Yeah, 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 and you and you need a bit of creativity as well as well to look for holes. Um, yep, that, that, that's the thing. We, you know, we saw a couple of there was, um, and we'll get to the Crusaders because they actually it was something that they did in one of their games. But we've we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Um, it, it, it can be done, but it's got to be yeah, done it can be done. Create, yep. bit of creativity. So that's the uh, the, um, the 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 Chiefs versus the Hurricanes. Uh, and uh, moving on then to Australia, we've got back-to-back games over there because we had a Sunday oh, yeah. game um, with that. I mean, I'll be honest, um, I was late getting back from the Chiefs games. I didn't get to see the Force Reds. Um, I've uh, done. I've, I've been on on the doing sort of highlights, but four yellow cards in this game, uh, and some real questionable uh, sort, of, sort of sort of big questions here. I um, in the first half, um, two yellow cards. For the rebels, they're playing for half the half, um, with um, a player down um, for the fourth. Sorry, um, and uh, yet they only trail fifteen twenty one at half time to the Reds. Uh, Actually, I was just going to say half the half with fourteen players, but actually it was as pretty much the first twenty twenty five minutes. <laughs> with yeah. 14 players because the two yellow cards were actually very early on in the game. Well, no, no, obviously yellow card in one minute as Kieran Johnny did a tip tackle and should have been red carded, yep. to be honest. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, yes, Steve. 
Yes. The dude's landed on his neck, head and neck. Uh, you know, they are all oh, oh. mitigating circumstances. Uh, he's used, but he's put his arm for self-preservation, not because Kurundrani's ta taken care of him. No, I, think, <laughs> I think he does He does land on the, 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 the kind of shoulder bit, but he only lands there because of the arm. Otherwise, it would have been head and neck. Head, um, yeah. so, so to me, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, I probably agree to disagree on Kurundrani, but I'll tell you what. He... Um, if you get a chance, he's actually put in what I'll basically call the absolute shot of the season where he put Hunter Paisami into next week. It's just one heck of a tackle. Um, so, uh, listen, he, he probably, uh, for that, that minor misdiscretion, I think he might have paid in spades. And, of course, Tony Pulu, I thought was a, a little stiff to have got his yellow card, so he probably took one. For the team, because <clears throat> to me it looked like a perfectly good, good turnover. Uh, oh, oh like no, perfectly good turnover. But um, yep. obviously the the referee was pretty much yep. had had enough of uh, having conversations with the uh, with the Western Force skipper. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, Steve. Actually, he you can see clearly he actually gets his feet back round the back of the ruck mm. and before he goes on the ball. So I, I think he was a bit unlucky to um, to get his marching orders. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it's but but you say it, it was repeat. It wasn't uh, yeah. The the the, the force didn't had, had upset the um. <laughs> the, and with sixteen penalties. Yeah, they they were they were they were infringing quite a lot. Um, the so that was um so quite how the uh, the Reds um weren't leading more at half time. I mean, Cabelli sparked things and was uh, had, had had a good good first half. Um, as well, uh, in Topo, Tupo um, going through five tackles to score his try, um, as well. And looked I mean, like look the old days on St. Kent's and oh, running down the wing. That's yeah, what it that looked was, like. That, that was that was impressive. Once he made that bus, nobody yeah. was going to get him. Yeah. He, he gone. He gone. <laughs> oh, and that's the thing is, that, but it's not just the fact that I mean, like he's a prop, so he's like he'll break a few tackles, but he breaks a few tackles, and it's like he's got. Um, backline pace, right? Mm. He's got backline pace. You weren't going to catch him 20, out, 20 odd metres out. No, I think one of the outside backs gave up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I do catch him, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I get a? How do I get arms around two tree trunks? Well, yeah. well, he probably would. He probably would have carried him over the line like a, like yep. a backpack. I <laughs> look. <laughs> Yep. The, red, the red, the Reds turn this over, uh, turn the ball over ten times, only five by the force. Um, so look, I think it's one of those situations where the, where the Reds got themselves in a situation, then turn the ball over, uh, line out a bit ropey on both sides. Um, on, uh, on 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 those ones um, as, as well. But um, they really are a United Nations, aren't they? The Western, when Western oh. force with Cabelli at halfback, uh, Miotti, and now five from Italy. Um, Sorry, no, no, no. Argentinian men, both of them Argentinian. Are they both the first five in the halfback? Argentinians, and Olafella, I think he's from England somewhere. Yeah, he's just come in England 21s. Yeah, oh wow, and obviously, you've got Curly from Ireland at fullback, um, uh, from um, South Africa, and then you've also got um, um. Kahui from, from New Zealand. Yes, exactly. They, absolutely, yeah, no, absolutely they are. Um, 
and uh, but um, a few Australians in there. And yes, I know, and, and and thrush as well. Uh, I mean, look, thrush taking out the scrum half. He said thrush. Um, the is it was, was just dumb. Uh, so yeah, so three yellow cards 